0: and welcome once again to what's the damage we were just talking about star wars um a companion show to the incredibly well-known and popular real play DD show Roll for damage happy Weed day um unfortunately we're all streaming sober so this will be a normal show we did I, I forgot i forgot about lead days so i i couldn't tell everyone to get high for this okay. um So, on Friday, the Shields of Twilight got to explore a beautiful city, the beautiful city of Zuma. Um, They didn't quite make it inside the library, but they did take a good look at it, Uh, they did also run into a familiar face as it turned out that Lex was also in the city attending to some business of her own. Uh, Baldheim and Sinric had a very hot date. Uh, Lex asked the party to look into an associate of hers. Folks went shopping and no one fought even a single monster. It was really relaxing. Chill times continue in Zuma. Um, As always, stick around after the stream, First Stuff to Think About, Organizations to Support, Great Places to Send, Your Spare Change. I'm your host, Truth Benson, and this is What's the Damage? Welcome back. Uh, I've got three wonderful guests today. We have got Laura who plays the wonderful peregrine. We've got Jay who plays everyone's favorite champion, our resident mad scientist. And we've got Khalil who plays our wonderful blue warlock. How are you guys doing? Um, so one of you had a very sexy date. You all went shopping, you explored Zuma. What is the damage this time?
1: Don't, don't take, take date.
2: random <laughs> potions from tall vampi- vampire ladies.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That's a lesson that needs to be learned. I think that
0: was. You think this is an argument for yeah. taking random for potions.
1: potions. Yeah, potions <laughs> oh shit!
2: You know, it's like we, you know, we we wanted we wanted romance co- content. We gave it to you. That's true. Uh, okay. And You're the welcome. audience asked. We delivered. Anonymous horny
3: questioner. Here you go. Good for you.
2: You see see what you make us do. (laughs) You You
3: asked for romance. We gave romance.
0: Yeah, so send in questions because it'll happen apparently. You just need to
1: will it into existence. (laughs) Yeah, just will into existence.
0: Uh, It's like The Secret. I've never read The Secret, but I've heard that's what The Secret is like. Anyway. I have no uh, idea. I I think it's about willing stuff into existence, based on memes, purely. (laughs) (laughs) Where I get all my information. Cool beans. (laughs) Based Um, on memes. Based on memes, you know, the most reliable way of getting information on the internet. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) we have a topic for the day. Um, which I forgot to mention during the intro we'll be talking about um, session zero later today but right now we're talking about what happened during the episode um, so actually I wanted to ask uh, Jay about something that we touched on last episode because you were not unfortunately not able to be here last week so how long has Campion been working on like his Batman like analysis of his fellow like party runaway. members yeah like everyone's it's weakness in <laughs>
2: Uh, yo, man. Question. I, yo, I'd say this is, like, several, several weeks of information gathering, you know? <laughs> I, I imagine it one night where he's just, like, just, just, like, on watch with Greybone, and he's just, like, you know, like, how he's, like, thinking, and it goes on to a tangent, and he's, like, wow, you know, I wonder, I wonder what it would, it would take to, like, like, you know, beat everybody, you know? Like, but their brains just like getting bigger. Like uh, I'm just trying to figure this out, you know. <laughs> oh you know. laying
0: awake at night, just
2: thinking about it. <laughs> you know, and then he just starts bringing up. Oh, I stop Superman. His. It's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it was like after, after, like after uh fucking uh Cindric, you know, just destroys Greybone He's like, mm-hmm. I need to wait uh, to, to, to take care of Sinric when the time comes. <laughs>
1: He's I in mean,
0: society.
2: Honestly,
1: <laughs> 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 oh, we should have known, we should
0: have known. Honestly, with all the times that like, various entities are making you guys fight each other, because this isn't the first time it's happened, <sighs> maybe not a bad idea to have plans for taking each of you down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, so I asked this to the group last week, but I'm kind of interested in this group's responses as well. Um, what do your characters think their greatest strengths and weaknesses are?
2: Ooh. Mm. I mean, like, I, I feel like he can't be in Campion, his, his base strength is, you know, intellectually well yeah it's intellectual you know his 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 mind his brain you know uh you know especially with you know sort of his his, you know fucking like feet you know his abilities and feats and everything and Mm -hmm. just like some class features and then just like yeah his his i guess his physical you know strength is just fucking terrible but you you know who needs to lift rocks bro you got big brains. literally
3: that he's weak.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> um, man, um, I think, I think Boteim thinks his strength is he is very, um, I don't know how to say this, but I guess like like pliable. He's able to like, like I don't feel like there's been like. Yeah, you know? he's not, yeah, he's not. He's not. Yeah, adaptable. He's more. He's very like, he, like he's not. I don't think there's been like many issues with him. Like, I mean, there. He does things that are crazy, and like that's we understand. Like that's probably not a good thing. But he's like, um, wanting to be understanding of Perry's ideals and Oriana's ideals and Cynric and and Campion and Quinns and try to like understand their perspective of something, yeah. um, and try to see their point of view before he just. Like says no or like disagrees or and if they have a, a good idea like kind of go along with it. Yeah. Um, but I think that's also could be a weakness of his that he doesn't really stand pat to something. If he's like persuaded to something else, he'll just like go along with it. I think he's not very like um, confident, which is weird because he does have some bit of confidence in like his actions that he does himself personally. But I think when he the he's not confident thing. making a group decision for some for right. like a whole group of people
3: yeah it is really easy to convince ball team to do stuff yeah just put a sample on a potion he'll drink it it's fine Um, (laughs) um i mean i think perry sees her biggest strength in the fact that she is compassionate that she cares about other people and she cares about you know her friends and her family and the the people at large like she gives a shit and I think that's what Mm -hmm. she thinks is one of her biggest strengths um her like lack of confidence which has changed a lot over the course of the last few sessions um but her like her willingness to not start a fight even when she really should stand her ground is Mm -hmm. a big weakness that she's started to see in herself And she is working to overcome it because she's a very quiet, like, laid-back character, but she's getting to a point where you can only walk over someone for so long before they get real tired of being a doormat. And Perry's learned I'm not a doormat. I'm a hell of a lot stronger than you think I am and I'm a hell of a lot smarter than you think I am.
0: Yeah, I think we saw a bit of Perry um, asserting herself more. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um... (laughs) thank you guys for those insights. Now I also know how to destroy you. Um, <laughs> 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 yes. No, see, I'm, I'm the big bad at the end, it's always been me.
3: Yeah, see, 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 you all think that all these things we joke about, but no, it's truth. <laughs> truth is the BBEG.
0: Yeah. Just, uh, just
3: guess I'm what? I've I'm made the not land. not gonna
0: show up until the last episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's obviously yeah. truth. Obviously. Uh, You're like, welcome to your doom. (laughs) 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 Wonderful. Um, Okay, so uh, something else before we move on to the actual events of the episode, which I have been curious about, is this dynamic that's sort of coming up between Perry and Campion, um, where Perry's sort of like trying to assist Campion a bit with his terrible health problems. (laughs) and yeah, and I was wondering, Kai, kind of from Campion's perspective, like, is this making him feel closer with Perry? Does he think it's invasive? Like, what's everybody's perspective on this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm fucking done. Um, okay. I mean, in Campion's eyes, it's like it's like you know, now he's he's got friends, and like you know, like this is just like something like, oh, friends help mm-hmm. friends. <laughs> <laughs> He hates tea, so uh-huh. it's, it's it's like, torture? Uh... I mean, it's
3: not just about the tea, although Perry's just confused.
2: Hey, okay, so does not like the teas.
3: Okay. okay, so, by the way, you weren't on last time, and I was going to send Truth this question, so I'll just ask <laughs> you now. What does Campion have against Leaf Juice?
2: Okay, Leaf <laughs> Juice, it's so gross and bitter, okay? He doesn't like the teas, man. Um maybe you like plans. lick
1: things though. Like you, you lick randomly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude. You don't get Yo, to talk man. shit about it. Like, you me. like lick <laughs> ooze like
2: maybe residue? Boris, don't <laughs> don't <laughs> I didn't like
1: okay, okay. I don't think he liked <laughs> he liked residue. I think No, I'm gonna say like you like residue. lick like dirty cave floors and stuff like <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he is
3: bitter but you know i licked aaron's mansion floor yeah it's fine. okay
2: he was I... just... yo yo it was it, <sighs> was, it was it was it was, it was si- science science really okay <laughs> right right, nice. right uh but yeah no um yeah, hey man let's just when the, did he have gritty tea
3: that's what i want to know when did he have gritty tea bro.
2: i don't i don't know man okay it's just like camping doesn't <laughs> fuck with the tea but he will lick stones um the mind of a madman, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was gonna say, remember
3: so Harry oh, no. dips rocks in tea, gives yeah. Cambian to lick.
2: Yeah. He gets
0: his oh, little evil
2: tea. <laughs> <Yeah>, Spin <laughs> in the
0: mind. Man. Oh my god. I, mean, I feel Oh sorry. I was gonna say, I feel like the the logical um thing to do is just for Cambian to invent like the pill. The pill,
2: dude. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> just invent pills.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Also, I am drinking tea. Um, <laughs> traitor! Traitor! <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Um, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Uh, just so, Serenity, who is our eternal peanut gallery, just said delicious in the at the exact same time in the exact same tone as I did. <laughs> it's great uh so what happens when you have friends for too long you gotta, gotta get rid of them. um anyway so let's talk about Claire real quick Oh, uh, so yeah how did the cat statue tradition start in your family exactly
1: um uh so when I made ball Team, the character um mm-hmm. I had um did a lot of research on um, um, like luck and probability and like certain histories of like other cultures with like luck and like signs of good luck and bad luck um, as the character is very based off of like the duality of like Mm -hmm. those two things. Um, So when I made the character, I thought of, um, and I had the idea of like, the uh, I believe it's Japanese culture, uh, the neko yeah, cats.
0: Little. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, and so the his um, family, his adoptive family, his father's like a like a trinket seller. Um, so he, I thought, well, what is something like that I would have that like he would like go that ball team would leave with of that to remind him of that part of his life. Um, so I just had I um, I knew I knew that the There's like a a normal, like, white uh, Neko cat that's also for good luck, but there's a gold one for like prosperity of like money and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, There's an orange one for like fertility. um, And that's the one his father or his adoptive father has. um, um, And then his sister has a gold gold one. And then there's the black cat, which is supposed to be a ward for evil spirits and bad omens. So to Mm -hmm. kind of help replace bad luck, try to ward off bad luck. And that was the one that team um, had. Um, and it was just kind of like the dichotomy of like what I represented each of those cats to those characters and those like places that they should be.
0: Cool. Yeah, I was um, pointing out during the episode Black Cat was actually quite appropriate for team considering how many evil spirits and bad omens he's surrounded yeah. by. So maybe, maybe not working
1: as well as it could mm, but maybe not eh,
0: <laughs> um, give us some time maybe may it would have been worse without the cat i know. like to
1: think it's working i've me and chad are the only ones that haven't died yet so maybe maybe it's working you there know, you go even realizing it. <laughs>
0: there you go oh yeah chad's like cindy uh no, quinn i had to go through like four different names yeah. quinn also <laughs> has a little cat somewhere it's gonna get revealed later yeah. yep. anyway <laughs> secret so cat. secret kitty I kidding. Um. So the date did tell you have fun?
1: Oh, he did. He did have fun. <laughs> it was a. It was a. It was a fun time. Like I. I like. So it's like the the weirdest thing. Like it. It wouldn't have like. If this was like just proposed in general, like he would have probably went with Cindric alone anyway. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, um. It just like he like, the from my point of view is like the potion making him feel more like like remotion like romantically attached to him. Mm-hmm. Um but I like, think Hey, yo, those muscles and, looking really nice. Yeah, like like you look like you look oh, good. Yeah, like, I, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm like but I think like I mean I Baltimore doesn't have a problem with most of anyone in the group. Um so like if they have someone's like if like Campion was like, hey, let's go do something today. Like, let's go dance or something. Like, ball was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, <laughs> he w- he had an enjoyable time doing, um, like, with Sinric. And I think, um, I don't know, I think it's, it's like, it's probably bonded them in a little different way. Um, and even though, like, right now, since the post is not, like, affecting him, he doesn't probably feel the same way. I mean, he still has, like, honored, like appreciated the time mm-hmm. that he spent, like, got a little bit more closer to Sinric. In general,
2: though, you know that's nice. Yeah, it's 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 two points, you know. Like they they got to come together, you know. After Dobby's gone, you know, they, they, you know, you know, Stenberg was like, you know, Dobby's like main main best friend, and then like you know, Baltim was like the the one that he'd get into mm-hmm. shits and giggles with. Now it's like yeah. they're coming together. Yeah. You no, know? it's like the missing piece. Now they're like they're like fitting together,
1: man. You know, exactly. Oh,
2: <laughs> they can move on together
0: from
1: Dobby. And I think I think it was good. <laughs> I think it was good too because I felt, my, Khalil felt that um, the characters that Ball Team hasn't like, I, I, and it's not on purpose, but I just think it's kind of hard to approach Oriana and Cenric as they're mm-hmm. more reserved characters in general. Um, so I felt like it was kind of hard for me, and like it's been a little, a little bit of time, it's kind of been hard to like try to like reach out and how to connect with this type of character, like what type of angle to go at it. To connect with the characters, these characters. I mm-hmm. think um, I liked it because it was more like one on one time with me and Cynric to get something going with Cynric and me because I felt like out uh, of the group, um, him and Oriana have been like the ones that's been the hardest to like kind of connect to.
0: Yeah, and honestly, like nothing will make you friends quicker or somebody than an extremely awkward situation yeah. <laughs> you're dealing with together. So, <laughs> oh, best friends, best friends. Um, Awesome. So let's talk about some of the things that you guys did in Zuma. So you did go to the library, you didn't quite make it inside. Um, as the only thing you had, they were really interested in was something that Quinn was uh, reluctant to give up. Um, I had a question for Perry, actually, something mm-hmm. I was curious about. So is it okay actually for her to be giving away ocean songs because I thought there's like a stachio secrecy thing going well, on.
3: Okay so for her and and for her people it's not like this the secrets that Jilra have are the secrets of like guarding the temple. Mm-hmm. Like for Perry what she was giving was a traveling song that has been sung out away from home. Like it's something that she learned from other people have left the village and like that's the song that they you know it's one of those songs that was sung for people who were going out um so she would never give away anything that was a closely guarded this is something that we keep sacred and safe but this was something because part of her people should not be isolated they have no reason to as far as she knows they're in this chosen self-isolation, not because they're guarding something that's dangerous, not because they're guarding something that's sacred, but because they decided that they agreed that all magic that is not divine or nature-based and druidic was dangerous. Um, and so for her, that self-imposed isolation is not the same thing as, oh no, we're here to watch the most sacred temple of Malora,
0: mm-hmm.
3: And what keeps them safe, you know, she she would never give away a song from the children. But for her, this is, okay, well, this is a song that has been sung for generations for the people who go out and travel the world or who were supposed to travel the world. Um, so for her, that's like a traveling bard, you know, type thing, otherwise she would not have, she won't tell anybody any of the old stories. Mm-hmm. You know, it it was a big deal for her to explain the sacred marks that she wears as a part of her tribe to Baltaim, but she only felt secure doing that because we had been accepted and we were now technically all one tribe. Hmm. This was something that he should understand because he is now one of us, if only tangentially through going through that trial and being accepted. Like, she would not tell somebody off the street, oh, yeah, no, these vines mean this. And this tree <laughs> on my back, yeah, no, that totally uh. means this. Um, So, like, there are things that are sacred and and secret, and then there are things that are, because part of what she, her goal is to go home and be like, look, y'all gotta leave. We gotta We gotta open up. We gotta leave. We gotta do something here. You're dying because you won't. So part of this was her learning, okay, I have to let go of that isolation. I have to let go of being here. This is no longer acceptable.
0: I live in the bigger world. Hmm? Yeah, interesting. Uh, it's interesting seeing like the cultural differences between the different ocean and tribes too, <laughs> which we will get to see more of in the future. I'm excited.
3: And also uh, I know
0: none of it, so it's great. <laughs> um. <laughs> we'll find out together. Um, awesome. So maybe on a little bit, you guys met up with Lex. It's been such a long time. Um, what was it like seeing her after all these weeks, months? I don't know how long it's been. I think
1: weeks. It's been probably like a. few oh, so It's, it's
0: actually weeks, not weeks, been two, that two long. It feels yeah, it's like not been rank. too
1: long. Like in game time, but I think like out oh of game God. time has been quite a bit of time. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's
0: been like three or three weeks or so at
1: least. Maybe <laughs> yeah, two yeah, two and a half, since three. Yeah. Th-
3: since Cage Mirror, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
3: <sighs> mixed feelings. Mixed. Yeah. I will say that mixed feelings. Which ones? I mean, my character doesn't take a lot of stock in what other characters think about her. So like, okay, Lex can talk all the shit she wants. She's right about some things and she's wrong about some things. And I'm not gonna base my self-worth on what someone who barely knows me thinks. Mm -hmm. So like for her, this was, oh, I see people and I have some information for them. Let's go, like, I don't need them for anything. This is the first time we've seen them and not needed a favor or not needed some help. And for Perry, that was kind of exciting because she was like, oh, no, no, I'm going to wrap it. I'm going like, look, we found this, this, and this. Have y'all heard anything? Could this be connected? Mm-hmm. You know, to let them know. Um, but so also was, there is that nervousness.
0: Yeah. So she was kind of excited to connect with Lex and Fulton as colleagues?
3: A little bit. Like, to to not be on, like... It's not that she sees it as like equal ground,
0: mm-hmm. but
3: common ground. It's-
0: interesting.
1: Right. Not accent for like something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it not um, like
3: we were begging for a favor again.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, I I, I feel um apart similarly to uh Laura on that. I think um ball team's not like he he values people's point of view so he can make his own decision on things, but he's not like he he's not going to um like Lex insulting like him or anything it doesn't really like it like he'll like oh like she insults me but like past that was she right or is she wrong about what she said about me or like yeah. said about like what we need to do yes no um and if it's like the insult is like that's just how he like you know, he understands like that's how she operates like he's like that's I think that's how she operates so he's like she's like um he's not taking it personally he doesn't take it personally so he's like um she's right about this. So if she's right about this, let's see what we can do to figure this out. Um I think um I think it was uh he was he's glad because he he's very glad that we got rid of the communicator, because he doesn't like to receive uh an abundance of help if like that's not required. Like if he there's something like they're not capable of handling, he's like, sure, he's not like super prideful about like we need to go ask for help, but he's but I think he was understanding like we're getting in the hole asking for favors things and we're getting favors racked up for like things mm-hmm. that we could handle ourselves or potentially like if we can't handle ourselves, we might have to like, you know, learn from it, grow and move on. Like it's something like you have to, you're not going to have like your hand held a lot of times. Um So I think that's, I think that he was, he was um good with moving on from that and is like trying to um, read I know redefine but like re understand the relationship because now we're like trying to become more independent.
0: <coughs> sorry, I think <coughs> I'll say aim. Also made a good point it's <coughs> Oh, sorry. I'm out to you, too. Okay, I think Balte made a good point at some point during the episode where he said something to the effect of the party's worth not necessarily being measured by Lex's opinion.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Because yeah. because she, like, yes, uh, he understands, like, they have done great things and they're way stronger than us, yes. Um. And he values their, their information, their strengths, and things that we aren't capable of doing and don't understand quite yet. But to be defined by someone without them, we don't know much about them. They don't really know much about us. They've seen what we do it, we can do, and like how we've done it, and they can comment on like you didn't really do great on this, um, but that's part of growing. He's like, we need to get our like blumps so we can get to a place where we are either capable up to their par or you know even just like on the same common ground. Um, so he's like, we can't let someone else define us. We have to define us because that's who we have to figure out as how we measure up to ourselves, not as someone else seeing us measuring, having them measure us.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Campion doesn't know LexTap well.
2: <laughs> 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 Has um, no, he has no idea, man. No, he's just like, oh, it's that lady. <laughs> like, yeah. it's that
3: lady who was mean to me, but also has
2: those guns. <laughs> <That's> uh, guns. <laughs> oh, The guns are cool. Um, <laughs>
0: awesome, yes. Yeah, so, uh, so Perry uh, kind of yelled at Oriana a bit this episode. It seemed like a pretty intense fight, um, actually. And this had had been after you'd been snappish with each other earlier over the creepy kids. Mm -hmm. So, talk about that.
3: Yeah. I think things with Perry and Oriana have sort of come to a head. Oh, yeah. Like I've said before, like, Perry's a really quiet and laid-back character. And she's been, like, sort of, okay, I'll go with the flow. I'm not in charge. I don't know enough to be the boss here. But, like, at some point, somebody had to step up a little bit. And there's been several times where we've been kind of directionless and and Perry's wanted to be like, look, I know what we should be doing. We should be working together. We should be trusting each other. And we're not doing that. And like, anytime, and for her, it feels like a lot of times, anytime she's trying to step up a little bit, Oriana needs to undercut her. Like, Oriana always feels like she's got to disagree. And for Perry, like, it's starting to feel like, no, you can't sit here and talk down to me. Just because you're you know, hoity twenty noble and I'm just a country bumpkin does not mean that I don't have just as much experience. I'm in this shit too. And like, it's just sort of been building and building and building because there's this level of feeling like Oriana doesn't trust her. And not in the way that Oriana is like, no, I trust you. I know you're not gonna trick me. Yeah, but you don't trust me to have your back in a fight. You don't trust me to 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 trust my gut to say something creepy is here, you know, maybe let's pay attention. Or I see our friends. I'm I'm literally the person who sees everything and I see our friends. I'm not paranoid. And to be once again like cut down, Perry's tired. She's just tired of being stepped on and overlooked and treated like she's stupid. And she also kind of sees a lot of Oriana's behavior as selfish and detrimental to the group, especially like the the last two fights where Sinric's not on our side. And instead of trusting the rest of the group, she's sitting here watching Oriana do things like, oh no, we have to heal Sinric. We can't win if we don't. Like we knocked him down on purpose.
1: You're Gwen,
3: welcome. Quinn made sure he was stable so we could keep fighting. So we wouldn't have to worry about our friend killing us or us having to hurt him really and truly. He did kill Oriana. And then, and, and that's kind of Perry's point is that first fight, Oriana didn't learn from that first fight that we should have left him alone. We were We were winning, we were doing okay if we just left him alone, we wouldn't have had to, at the end of the fight, be tying our friend up and praying he calmed down. And then a second time around, she knew something was holding Cynric still because she knew he wasn't fighting them anymore. Because Perry's the one who sees the whole battlefield. She's observant. And so she was like, okay, well, Cynric's held. I'm gonna focus on everything else, and the next thing she knows, Cindric's loose and killing Oriana. And then to find out, Oriana dropped that spell, like she didn't know that that was precisely what happened. And then Oriana says, "Yeah, no, I trusted him, and I dropped it. But you didn't trust us to have your back.
0: You didn't trust us where, to have the fight." It's interesting where and how Oriana expresses trust.
3: And for Perry, that's insulting. Mm. Like Mm. we've been in this together. We've trusted each other enough to continue to fight literally a God of darkness. But even on these little side missions, you can't trust us enough not to swing a battle all the way to the other side and get killed. And like for Perry, that feels really shitty and insulting. And then to have her go, well, I trust you not to trick me. That's not the point. And for Perry, that's the problem. Like she literally lied to us all and Perry is not going to forget that. Like she's lived that I've been lied for so long. I've been lied to for so long by my own people. You're my friend. You owe me the truth at least to make my own decisions. I've trusted you this far and that really bothers perry a lot and she's decided you're not going to s- keep doing this to me it's not fair i'm smarter than that i'm better than that and we've sacrificed a hell of a lot for you to still be alive what you're doing is wrong
0: interesting
1: i think it's interesting um catch perry uh lord has said something interesting um because i think it's come we're getting to that point where I don't know if the word like necessarily like we necessarily need like a leader right of like a group but like there is definitely needs to be someone to steer the ship and there's there's multiple candidates that could do it um Perry's like will be there like everyone needs like as a step away from needing to like fix something of their inner character to be able to take that mantle Mm -hmm. like Perry is capable of doing it she just like has an emotional like connection mm-hmm. to everything. So she might make an emotional decision sometimes. That yeah, would be bad. That's true. <laughs> Quinn is capable of doing it. He's just really hot-headed. Fultime's capable of doing it. He's just very like irrational. So will do something like sporadic. Simric is capable of doing it. He doesn't, he has a reluctance to do it. So there's mm-hmm. like people that are capable of doing it. Um, it's just that it's interesting to see if there was, is there going to be a point where we come to the point like, we're you're not in charge necessarily, but like you need to right the ship well mm-hmm. like we're still all like a group, but like a person, you need to when we're in the rough of it, you say something we follow. Cause that is we're sort of getting to a point where it's like you can't have too many like too many too many alphas, alphas mm-hmm. make a sporadic, hectic, like chain That's of command. You can't have
2: alphas <laughs> too many That's chefs a... in the kitchen, you know.
3: Not well, yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Bad. yeah. Well, i mean and, yeah. And that's
3: a really good point i mean I feel like we it's not that we need a ship's captain but we need somebody on the rudder mm. and we never right. we never seem to have somebody in the rudder when they when we need it and like Perry has noticed that and that's why she stepped up and so like she's like well nobody else is gonna do it and the minute I do i'm gonna be shit on right
1: well, i fair. think i think i think whoever <laughs> we need to and i, I want to. i'm mean, just interesting to see who's gonna be the person that's like Steps up and the whole group understands like, yeah, that's that's the person who's gonna steer. Yeah. Because
3: yeah, kind of someone wonder. can step
1: up and it's just not it's mm-hmm. not working out, and so we have mm-hmm. to figure out who is the person that steps up, says the chain of command, and it's followed, and it's like, okay, that's who we're gonna look yeah. to to steer Make the ship. A, yeah.
0: Yeah. can take turns. <laughs> um, I do wonder though if this conflict with Oriana is gonna push Perry to like take charge in a more concrete manner. 'Cause like Oriana kind of wants it, but doesn't, but wants
1: it. Yeah. But doesn't she yeah, <laughs> Oriana could, but it's, it's a it's a in she has a very indecisive like decision. So that's also like there's there's problems with each of our characters like oh yeah intangibly that like you could be it, but there's a, a character defect that you need to either sure up or like remove to like write that ship. Yeah. Because e- even any one of them can like damn the whole group. whole group.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what, what I what I dearly want is for Perry to take charge and to be second in command. I think she could be your star scream. She could be <laughs> your star scream.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. If they could ever, I mean, they started off really close. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the other thing. It's like Perry was off away from the only people she's ever known, quite literally. And she got really close to Oriana. She means it when she said, you, you're my best friend but it's starting to feel like we're not even colleagues anymore. And that like, that hurts Perry's heart. I mean, she's really heartbroken by the fact that their friendship doesn't seem to be standing up to just, we're not gonna go to the library right now. Um, we're, we're still going, but not right this second. And like, for her, that's like, how do how do I handle the fact that someone I thought was my best friend does not care or does not seem to care and that for perry is what it is now is does oriana not give shit about me at all like does she really just see me as a stepping stone to whatever she wants because if so to hell with that i'm not going to be treated that way anymore perry feels like she's earned the right to be treated as an equal and to get as much as she's given because she cares so much about these people in this party like she, had, she basically found is like oh you're sick and I could help you I'm gonna adopt you um so like I mean for her well she's grown you know she's been around sick people for ages now and like you know she got a brother who who's a healer and so like she sees somebody who's sick she could help she did pick up some skills she's like I, I can help you and you need help and you're my friend and I care about you She cares about everybody so much. And like part of why this has been brewing for so long is Mm. because she's also afraid of like what her emotions will do Mm. now, especially now that she knows that there is something inside her that she needs to learn to channel. And so she's like, I don't want to let loose. If I have a screaming match with my friend in the middle of the street, what if I set a building on fire? Quite literally, (laughs) it is a thing she worries about. Like what if I suck the air out of the room while there are kids here? You know? So mm-hmm. like this has been building and building and building and then it just kind of exploded and it's not really over. We just got to a location where we were going to part ways for a minute and breathe.
0: Yep. Well, it's all very interesting to watch from the outside um, to next week we'll get Oriana's perspective on it. Um, and now we do need to move on. <laughs> so, <clears throat> So today's topic is... Session zero, or the concept of session zero. Um, now, a session zero is sort of like a prologue to the game. Almost, it can be used to establish things like world building and character dynamics, and um, like house rules, and or just to like familiarize players with the um, with the the world in general. So, first question: Did you guys do session zeros for this campaign?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Awesome. Um so were they like individual or was it like a group?
1: Uh it was sectioned. I think mm-hmm. it was two of mm-hmm. us yeah. each some Yeah. Yeah, some of us had one-on-one, some of us mm-hmm. were grouped grouped together. Um, depending awesome. on where
3: we started.
1: Yeah, yeah. like Gosh. beginning the campaign, I think um the people who were together, that's what I think that's what the session zeros were. Um that's how they people who were alone were with their session
0: zero. As a so yeah. senator we've had the same sessions.
1: Before,
0: mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, without like spoiling things, um, could you tell us a bit about like what your experience with this campaign session zero was? Oh, you... okay. Sarany so <laughs> yeah. says she, we can spoil it. Um, I mean, there might be backstory stuff we haven't gotten to yet. <laughs> yeah. The... Yeah, yeah, well, please then cast your mind back to like a year ago
2: and uh, tell us a bit about your Session Zeros. Um, Yeah, uh, Dobby and Cinder, uh Session Zero uh, was pretty cut and dry. It was, Dobby got uh, the, the duo into uh, a job, but it became more uh, than they bargained for. They were mm-hmm. smuggling some stuff in Okay. And then, um, yeah, these these uh, guys tried to rough him up, and uh, Davi was like, yo, fuck that, we're trying to make this money, uh, was trying to fight them off, uh, and was basically turned into a pincushion. Uh, Sinric came to the rescue and started, like, literally splitting them into meaty chunks. Um, and then, uh, yeah, they got beers afterwards, so, uh, Yeah. <laughs>
3: Nice. So standard Sinric and Dobby thing. Hey, it's Sinric yeah. and
0: Dobby
1: adventure, Classic dude. Classic Sinric and Dobby adventure. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my session zero. Um, God, it's been like a year. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe. Um, I believe I was. I was looking for more information on my sister, um, and uh. That led me to I need I think I needed to uh, I was I think I asked around and about details about her and I that led me to getting jumped I believe and then mm. I had to uh, I had a small little combat um, and uh, I got help from a mysterious figure I don't think I we have yet to find out or can't get well we, I think we met him in the bar I think that was the person we met in the bar later in Dash um, but um, that ended up me going to have to get the money to pay him, and I went to start to look for bounties. And that's what led to the whole Logan um, fiasco. That's why Team was around for that um, that Logan fiasco thing. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, meanwhile, uh, Perry, <laughs> literally kind of fresh off the boat, lands in Agraria and just starts bouncing around looking for things and looking for people. Like she's in a bar and she's like listening to people talk. Um, and she goes to, I want to say it was like the Adventurers Guild. Yeah, she went to the Adventurers Guild and um, ran into Fulton. Um, so she's, you know, she's like desperately asking people questions about the ocean. They're like, we don't know who that is. Um, and so like, she winds up helping Fulton take an artifact in and it opens up and there's some sort of gray abomination slimes in it. Mm-hmm. Um and in true peregrine fashion, flings a uh, entangle spell in a bad place. <laughs> it entangles everybody.
0: Um, oh, nice.
3: But yeah, it was her and Holden fighting off some slimes, and then you know she was like asking him questions because she's like, "Oh, you're an adventurer. You know things." And he's like, "Yeah, no. You should go to Dash and ask for Logan." And uh, there she went. <laughs>
0: and that comes up because you and Fulton are best friends <laughs> <laughs> just bfs like this
1: maybe more find out, next episode. <laughs> find out next
0: session find out next session we'll see what happens uh, maybe it'll be more romance you did ask um, <laughs> we do <too> deliver uh- <laughs> we live to serve the audience um, cool beans so in your guys' opinion, uh, like, what is the point of a Session Zero? Like, what should they accomplish?
1: Um, I think this is a little bit different because we were streaming streaming this, like, this campaign, mm-hmm. um, and we had already kind of went over, like, the normal, like, Session Zero type of things, like, the, like rules and, like, you know, our classes that we're going to play, our characters and stuff like that. We've already kind of went over, like, a, the basics of the stuff we we're going to do. This was more, like... Getting into session like prequel before like our session one all together, kind of like getting what the story is going to be and like how we how is this character going to like play for us, like having to actually play it. Um, I think normally like um, session zero and like depends kind of can be kind of like half half of that, half half of this where you kind of play a little bit, but it's mostly trying to like trying to figure out like this is how we're playing this game, these are some of the home rules. Um, these are some like things we're going to be doing, like, um, and then, like, rolling really for your character and stuff like that. That's usually, what, from my personal experience, of, like, how Texas girls usually go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because this was streamed and we already kind of did a lot of that groundwork beforehand, I think this, because this, this was just more, like, the second half, like, just going in and, just, like, filling your character out before you want to like, change anything, like, small things, before you kind of get into, like, the main mm-hmm. campaign
3: yeah, this was a lot different than any like session zero like I normally expect because like part partially because we've all played together and we'd all like talked it out and we knew like everybody's limits. and you know, we talked about the very important social contract part of session zero, we kind of did as like a group to you know mm-hmm. lay out this is what everybody should expect. Um, and so this was like, okay, well, we need to get you to the location. And instead of just saying, well, you all meet at a tavern and you don't have any information after that, <laughs> this gave us a stage to, to, to step on to. Like, okay, well, these people come from here and these people come from here. Um, but like, I think it varies. Like if you're in a group and you've been playing together for years, you, your session was probably like, just let's roll up some characters. Let's talk about the world. Let's get started. But like, if you're starting with a new group, this is the time when you're like, okay, here are the limits. You know, everybody needs to understand, like, how far things are going to go. What kind of game are we playing? How, you know, how serious are we? Um, Like, the very important, like, D&D is a social contract. You are giving a big part of yourself to a game. And everybody needs to respect everybody's limits and everybody's triggers. Like, you you know, you you know before you roll your first dice whether or not you know,
0: things are going to be okay. Jay? Jay. I, I, I was just like, I was trying to see
2: if she had anything else to add, but yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, with session zeros, uh, especially like, the, the, like this session zero, uh, I, I don't really have anything to add. It's just like, yeah, it was... It wasn't anything like it was more of where we wanted to kind of cultivate our character, not in like uh, I guess like build character, but more of a, like a, like a, as a RP standpoint, you know. Right, right. Um, it, we were trying to really, I think Reni, was trying to see like gauging what our like you know aspects and kind of like how how we were gonna play our character, and you know, kind of uh, not only that, but like get. Get our stories kind of because I know she was still working on, on story aspects, so she was just trying to see it was like a solid starting point, I guess, for everybody and seeing like how it was gonna plan out. I'm assuming, but but yeah, you know, I mean, we've been playing for like a while, so it wasn't like anything we're like, you know, oh yeah, oh you're playing this, okay, cool, yeah, I'll play, I'll play I'll, yeah. Uh, I'll this guy right here, oh yeah, oh, 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 you know, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you weren't complete babes in the woods. Um, yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> as it were. Is
0: that still a phrase people use, like a babe in the woods? Um, possibly, yeah. maybe. Yeah.
3: Bringing it back on on what's bringing it back, <laughs> man. Okay.
0: Um. <clears throat> so, as DMs, do you guys typically do session zeros?
2: Um, for me if it's not like, oh, like a whole group of, of new players, like, like people who've never played before, I don't do mm-hmm. session zero.
1: Yeah, it depends. Um, yeah, if it's like, if it's like a, a group that like, I had to like, put people together, like, yeah, because so then we kind of like, know, like, this is what I'm coming from, like, this is how I view things, and like, are you okay with this? Like, I want to, like, you know, there's like, you know, um, you can you can have mature topics, but like it could be too far in some some respects. Like you can have like some things that like you wanna still be mature and like it can be kind of dark, but you don't wanna be like super vivid and like like descriptive of like dark topics because some people might not be comfortable with that because mm-hmm. there's some things that are just like too close to home. Uh, you wanna make sure like, hey. I'm gonna touch on some of these things. I won't go too far. I'm not gonna like be descriptive, but like there might be things because it's like a like I want it to be like feel like a real world. There might be some things that are, you know, like murder and stuff like that, like um, you know, killing like small children might like a villain might just be like, Oh, I'm blowing up this, like, like, you know, I want to make sure people are understanding. I just like, on fire. <laughs> yeah, like you I want you to understand like this is where I'm coming from. I don't wanna be like too like go too far if like everyone's not comfortable with that. So like let me know what's not what you're not comfortable with. And I'll let you know what I'm not comfortable with because it's something I just won't touch either. Um, and then, you know, how we work together and then kind of make sure everyone's feeling the same vibe. Um, and usually that's what I do for like, a, if it's a new group. But if it's like a mm-hmm. group I've played with before, I, like, you know, we've already been through that, like running through that. Um, and mostly it's more about like creating a character and stuff like that.
0: So what... What differentiates a session zero from just, like, a chat that you have with your players before the
2: game? Like, what are the overall start differences? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, like, a chat, it's like, a, I guess, like, a conversation, like, like, if you're going to be doing a like session zero, it's, like, kind of, like, how you, do like, dip, dip a toe into the pool to see, like, you know, how warm it is, you know, it's just, it's like a trial run, you know, like, uh, like uh you know you' you're driving you're doing a test drive on a on a car real quick, you know, just trying to figure out what's going on, you know, I mean, yeah, you can talk to someone and you know like you can you know you can have a whole conversation with everybody and then you know in that moment, but you don't you don't kind of get, be able to gauge everyone's you know reactions to certain things unless like you start like playing you know. Mm. Yeah, you can and you don't gauge like like the type of players that you have in your group, you know. And and you know those type of, we we went over the type of players we have in, in in the group, you know. So like someone could be like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm just a chill dude, you know, like whatever man, I'm going with the flow." And the moment that they're going on, you know, they're just like, you know, rules lowering the entire time or, you know, trying to be like that guy where like, you know, I thought you were cool, dude, like why can't, you know, we do this? Exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> got you. Um, yeah. yeah. Laura, I think you're, you're still working on your first campaign. Do you plan on doing Session Zero?
3: I mean, because the people that I'm planning on playing with are people I've played with for, like, forever. What Session Zero mm. will probably be is just, like, let's sit down and, like, run, like, the first, you know, mini adventure. And, like, let's talk about the characters for a few minutes and, like, know, like, what we have. But, like, as far as I know, I'm not playing, you know, we might recruit, like, somebody else. But, like, I don't know that we'll have, like, a true session zero because we all know our own limits. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're all really comfortable with each other. I mean, we, you know there are nights where we spend, like, three hours after a session shooting the shit. Um, so we know each other well enough that we don't really need, like, an official, you know, this is – these are my triggers and this is too far and this is you know this is a no-go um but like if we wind up like recruiting somebody or something where we're like not sure where they stand then probably but as far as i know right now we will probably just have like an informal okay this is what everybody's playing i've got all your backstories let's fucking roll some dice
0: um Play with some math rocks. Yeah, let's
3: let's do let's do the
0: click clock math rocks. It'll be fun. <laughs> awesome. Um Yeah. So kind of like going off of uh, some of the things that you guys have mentioned, I've seen session zeros that are like pretty much just a literal game session, which I think is kind of what Serenity tends to do. Um, I've seen session zeros which are like a combination of like meta Q and A, brainstorming. Um, Character development, a bit of actual play. What well, do you think the advantages is are to like the different approaches to session zero? Does it just have to do with how familiar you are with your players already, or?
1: Um, it depends, cause like um, there's like a like a like a table vibe, like when you like go into like, you know. We're character building today before session zero. Like, hey, this is what I want to play. So it's almost like, oh, that'd be cool. Me and you can do X, Y, Z. Be here and do this. And there's mm-hmm. like, there's a cool like vibe to that. Like yeah. going and like going and starting that. Um, but like, if you're like, I think like like we said like you're like already kind of like a group that's been together and played together a while. You kind of already know everyone's kind of like thinking about anyway. So there's kind of a cool like a cool vibe of doing like. I want to like do something like just me in the DM and like like I want to see their reactions to like what I came up with because it might be like somebody like oh that's khalil he's gonna do some crazy stuff like oh that's Jay that's gonna be some crazy stuff but then Jay comes out and he's like he's just a level headed character and you're like no there's something wrong here you're, there's something weird going with character they're, I don't trust you you're, the character's like all calm and collected you're just like no no nah, like do so any like a, do any
3: wacky
2: shit at all yeah so you just like kind of surprised like, by
1: it. So it, it can be advantages and disadvantages to both. Um, they just depend, really depends on, like, how, like, um, the group you have, like, works together, like, knits together.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but both, both ways aren't necessarily inherently bad or good. I, I like either version of the session zero.
3: Yeah, I think it really depends on your table and, like, who you're playing with, how well you know them. And how familiar are you with the rules? Because, like, I've been in session zeros where we're literally just talking about math rocks. Like, here's your D20. This is what you're going to roll for literally ever. I mean, like, you're breaking it down to the very, very basics. Mm-hmm. Or I've been in them and I'm like, no, we sat down. We had character sheets. We started this shit. And, you know, we didn't look back.
2: Jumping in. I have nothing else to add.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it's okay, we're running out of time anyway. Um, so I, I've seen like the concept of Session Zero um, called the best tool for setting up a TTRPG. Um, do you think this is true or are Session is overhyped? Like, should they be standard? Do you need them? Like, can you get along without them? Cause I, I feel like they're they're occasionally standard, they're occasionally not. It really depends on the DM.
1: Yeah, I think I think you'd need them, like no matter how standard or like basic they are, um, because it's just kind of it it just gets you like in that right mind space of like like knowing how this character is going to act before I actually start doing something like that's part of the campaign. It really does mm-hmm. help you and like get you to understand like because like on paper you can like see an ability and, like oh that's gonna be cool. I have Eldritch Blast. I could do like. Beans and stuff but then you're like when you like try it, you're like oh I only do like get one of these right now and like you can like understand like in practice this doesn't really necessarily work how you think it's gonna work and like it sounds good but like you know like let's say you're a ranger or something like oh man I can do like extra damage to undead things and like when you start fighting and you like understand like this is not really an undead campaign like mm. hey DM I want to change that because i think this is not really going to work out right now i need to like maybe let's do dragons this is a dragon campaign let's try to like switch this like make it work better so i think it it, i think it's still needed Even if they can be sometimes depending on dbm can be like kind of standard it just kind of helps you get that structure correct
2: i think you're wrong khalil i think they're overrated Okay. Okay? okay No nah, man, yo fuck the session zero, bro. Okay? Okay, listen to Big Daddy J. Okay? <laughs> wrong. Okay? All um, you need is your fuck fuck session zero. Just go balls to the wall in session one, okay? Cause you're gonna you're gonna cut out the weak in the chat, okay? You're to <laughs> you throw your players into the fire, okay? Oh, no, no
1: fear <laughs> Get rid of all the bubblegum oh babies.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, I want to play one of your games so bad sometimes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. just like, fuck you. Fuck you <laughs> in your session zero. Jay's like, adapt or
2: die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sink or swim, baby. Sink yeah, or cause swim. Yeah, because
2: once you make it, once you make that first, that first session, you're like, holy shit. I'm a fucking god. You know, <laughs> the player's just like, "Oh shit, we survived," and I'm like, "Yo, that's that's the real lesson." Lesson. <laughs> uh, did you survive? Did, <laughs> did you survive? Um, or did you get in deeper into the fucking bullshit of my reality? You know. My God.
3: <laughs> I mean, I think I think it's one of those things where a session zero of some form <laughs> or another is a good way to set the stage. And it just really depends. Like, if you need like an in depth one, because everybody's new or nobody, maybe everybody's experienced, but everybody comes from a different mindset. Maybe you got some people who are like super into D and D, but they've only ever played campaigns where nobody ever dies and everything is great and rosy. And then you've got somebody else who's like, no nah, shit, man, I've been in it. Like, there was torture. There was so much torture. And that's like not a thing that some people are comfortable with. And without a session zero, or at least something like that, you're gonna run into like halfway through your campaign and maybe you wrote something super dark and edgy and horrifying. And your players are like, I didn't sign up for this. Too (laughs) much. Too too many, too many fingernails have been (laughs) removed. But like, Um, there is a level of you need to be prepared for what's coming not necessarily spoiled but like aware okay well there might be some murder there might might be some serious character death
1: and you need to be able to
3: just a little bit of murder um and you need to be prepared like you need to understand what you're getting into it's not fair to 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 bring somebody who maybe has dealt with abuse in their life and like oh no you're gonna deal with this abusive motherfucker and that triggers them and it's not Mm -hmm. fair because You didn't tell them that this was a thing they were going to come into and they've got trauma in their past. And that's why you need it. Whether it's a one-on-one, we talk about our boundaries, which is a lot of times what happens with us is like serenity to be like, okay, well, this is what we're doing. Let me know if this is too much, if this is not okay. And like, it's a trust thing. And that's why I think session zeros or at least a one-on-one talk is important, Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, throw you in the deep end and actually play the game. Like, I agree with Jay about, like, just get started on the actual game. But, like, that background information is a little important, you know, Mm -hmm. for
0: the unprepared. Other than that, fuck it. Let's roll some dice. Um, We do make these, like, handy little consent forms um, for for RPGs now. They're They're, like, those little kink forms that you can do for RPGs. Oh,
2: shit, do they? Yes, yeah, they exactly. do. I think
3: it's a really cool idea for, like, yo, new yeah, people who my, have never been in guess. the game. That's yeah.
2: dope. Then you'd be like, yo, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. If you want to play, you're going to have to, you know. Mm-hmm. You're
3: going to have to accept. you got to be cool with
2: some stuff. <laughs>
3: Bad thing. Yeah. I'm
2: gonna be chopping them arms, man.
0: <laughs> You're all gonna lose a limb. <laughs> <laughs> is maiming,
3: okay? Maiming needs to be okay. Uh, I
1: think, I think in the, the short of it, I think we all can agree the, the most dangerous place is inside Jay's mind. This is
0: an <laughs> accurate statement, and that's a My good God. way to end. I mean, yeah, you, do,
1: you just sign a waiver before you go in there. Yeah, before you go inside Jay's <laughs> mind, you probably need a couple waivers.
0: Love it. Um, anyway. I think session zeros are useful mostly for the dm because it's a great place to do lore dump to make sure people know all the stuff that their characters would know because obviously you create this huge big world then player doesn't know shit but the characters would know some shit um also one thing i personally appreciate about session zeros is i, I don't think they're 100 um Necessary. To do you agree with Jay? Don't I think also you could just have a little conversation beforehand about triggers and stuff. But one thing that I appreciate about session zeros is the f- the first sentence I say is my character is so nerve-wracking. Any new character before I say their first sentence is the most acute anxiety, especially if I'm doing a voice, but not necessarily just if I'm doing a voice. Oh yeah. So scary. Um, so if I can do that in a session where it doesn't fucking count, it's great. That's fair. And those especially are especially
3: if I'm doing a voice.
0: Oh yeah, especially if you're doing a voice. <laughs> Love it. Um, and that's our show for tonight. Those were my closing thoughts. Thank you all for tuning in. Once again, make sure to tune in next week. I'm gonna try and get Jake on there, so we'll get some more perspective on some stuff. Um. Uh, Tune in on Friday for uh, Perry's date with Fulton, maybe? Maybe maybe (laughs) they will go to the library. Maybe there'll be some other stuff. We won't know. I'm sure it'll be exciting. Um, (laughs) Yeah, check out our our store. Check out our um, Twitch backlog. Check out our YouTube. Check out our Discord. Um, We're still posting memes. The memes are still out there for anyone who wants to see them. They're funny may have seen them on twitter but you know um (laughs) but they're funny because we comment on them we're 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 friendly and hilarious i promise come be friends with us um thank you to sunbird and lady meows for doing our logo and our music and i hope you all have an amazing night happy weed day happy guilty on all charges day if you've seen the news bye